Welcome to Liberty Tech on Tap, where we talk and you tap in. If you're at a place where you can kick back and relax, pause this, grab a cold one. We promise we'll be here right when you get back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, Liberty Tech on Tap. It's been a while since we've talked, so I'm Joe. You guys probably know me, and we got some other two people on here. Who we got? Hey, this is Charles again. And this is Ben. And Ben makes his fearless leader is back. So what are we talking about today, guys? I think we're going to talk about events because we've all three of us been doing a lot of traveling this back half of the year. So going to a lot of events and why we think they're important and why we think you should know about them. And some of the events we've done, let's uh, let's go through them. I feel like Ben was just saying he hasn't felt like he hasn't been in his normal house in bed for how long? Yeah. So um, so well, I mean, so the, we've had client facing events, which I'm so glad we're actually having live events where we actually get to see our wonderful clients in person and get to have amazing experiences and, um, you know, share, um, knowledge and solutions and all that. But then also, you know, looking up chain, we, um, participate extensively in lots of our vendor and industry, you know, type events where, you know, it's kind of, um, particularly in technology, I mean, really in any industry now, Nothing standing still. Everything is accelerating, and um, if you're not trying to at least keep up with it and um, growing your brain, um, you're going to be behind. So yeah, so um, kind of felt like the the Thanos snap had occurred, and like had not done anything for th- about three years. And since August, I think I've only been like home for a full week for maybe three weeks. So back for the holidays. Happy to be home with the family. And I'm um, happy to be able to bring some of this knowledge back so that we can um, provide um, great solutions for our clients to hopefully, um, if you had a good year and you need to upgrade your technology stack or expand um, on um, or capitalize on other opportunities or solve problems, we probably have technolo- technology solutions to answer that and you know you can write it all off on your taxes so um that's not accounting advice consult your accountant yep but you can totally depreciate almost every technology expenditure um and we do the same thing so we um we always um kind of eat our own dog food around here and like we're doing with events we only you know do things we do the things that we recommend for our clients yeah, like I know one big project we've got around here is we're looking at redoing our own Wi-Fi. Um, it's We last probably installed everything about six, seven years ago, so a lot of our AP, APs have started to go either end of life or just aren't giving us the coverage that we need. So, again, that's where we're going to be taking advantage of, of the, kind of the end-of-year tax stuff. But, again, that's, that's more on the tax stuff, but I think we're going to talk about events. And, Joe, like you were saying, like, what all have we done? I mean – all three of us just got back from um, IT Nation, which yep. is down in Orlando. We've had the Acronis CyberFit event that was in Miami. Um, I had the Channel Company NextGen event, which was also in Orlando. We had, what, OpenText World, um, Enable in, Empower. In Vegas. The, it, yep. Those are both in Vegas. Um, uh, ScanSource, one of our distributors in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, where else have we been? A lot of different um, places. I've been in the in the Smoky Mountains near, <laughs> <Right>. near Pigeon Forge. <laughs> I mean, we had we had our own event that we did um, for, uh, for as a client kind of appreciation yep. event uh, at the Porsche Experience Center. Porsche, sorry. 
I was gonna say it, but I was gonna let you do Porsche. it. Porsche. <laughs> but so we're, we're we have a you know someone listening who's not familiar with the MSP space, so they might not know like what all these different events are and how it's gonna help them. Um, so let's say you have an you're looking for an MSP that goes into these events. What kind of things can you get out of the events, and how is it? How could it be really important for the clients that are a part? You know that organization. Yeah, so so a lot of these events have a lot of different tracks. I mean, there's going to be tracks for sales and marketing um, to bring potentially new solutions back and how to market them. Um, super important though is always going to be the technical tracks. I mean, that's where you can. We often are sending our engineers to learn more about um, various solutions. Um, there's also usually leadership tracks as well, just so that we can get better running, running a more, get better at running a more efficient company. Um, which those are those are super that's super valuable. Yeah, and I mean, um, you know, I mean, if you're if you're not learning, you know, you're you're um, you're you're if you're not growing, you're shrinking. So, um, you know, can continually you look into peers, thought leaders, um, bringing thought leadership back, um, growing leaders inside your own company. You know, doing these things allows us to you know, actually be a business consultant versus just a technical consultant. And I mean, I think from the standpoint of your question, you know, um, lots of technology companies provide boxes or um, a service and we're, we're bringing, you know, an entire package to bear, um, an entire platform to bear and, you know, masking all the complexities and all of the all of the the different platforms and stacks and um, nerd knobs and 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 gauges and you know all of that stuff and you know providing a simplified solution that um, is really just an easy button for cybersecurity um, for you know collaboration for you know um, taking away excuses of you know um, all of the organizations that we serve employees for saying like oh, I can't work because my computer's broken or I can't work because the cloud is down. So, um, so yeah, so you, you, you want to find somebody that's actually, you know, actively participating in um, continuing education, as it's called in some industries. Yeah, and like even with continuing education, talking to a, a client before who thought they were at a certain spot in their in their IT technology, how it's working, went to a conference, got all these best practices, came back, brought it to their IT firm, and they were like, yeah, you don't have any of those. Uh, so again, like getting with certain groups of people who are you know, implementing best practice no matter what industry it is. Right, well, I mean, so, so you know, highly would recommend, you know, if you're not in, you know, there, there are industry independent peer groups um, as well as industry specific peer groups you know, across, across all industries. Um, we participate in one uh, sponsored by ConnectWise, the, the software platform that we use to manage tickets and projects and, and pretty much um, invoicing, all that kind of good stuff. Um, so they, um, you know, we've been participating in it for uh, six or seven years now where it was in another peer group before. And, you know, you really, uh, what's the saying? You can't improve what you don't measure. Yep. And, you know, it puts a, uh, um, you know, you kind of you kind of go in the room with these non-competing peers and um, kind of like you're naked. Right. And, you know, because the numbers are the numbers. And, um, you know, we we have um, steadily been managing the business by the numbers and have been improving them. And, 
you know, we're we're in the top quartile in in the world and and almost everything right now. So great feeling, um, but it doesn't feel very good at all when you have a bad quarter. So, um, so it's just super important though to be able to um, when you know whether you're in good times or bad to be able to talk to peers and um, you know that have have either been through what you're going through or. Um, you know, see a mistake you may be about to make or, um, you know, help give feedback um, on improving what, what you're already doing well. Well, I mean, the other thing with the peer groups is that you're, that you were talking to, talking to Ben was like the feedback and getting that like honest feedback since they're, since it is non-competing that they actually can just point out and actually question you on some of the numbers. Cause I know a lot of our numbers have been questioned over the years, particularly around CSAT. Um, what, but, what, what is CSAT? Uh, customer satisfaction. And what, we are, what, what is our customer satisfaction? Um, we're for last month we were uh, nine point nine three. So um, out of ten, that's kind of incredible, right? That's kind of incredible. Our NPS score, I believe, was a ninety uh, ninety five overall. Yeah, um, that's which is like un completely unbelievable. But I mean, we send out surveys on every single ticket that we work, and we get responses back on approximately fifty two percent of those. So we we trust the numbers that we're getting back. And and our Google um, rating actually reflects that. Yep. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So um, great to have those types types of interactions. And that yeah, that was that was yet another of the events that um, I attended. Um, but yeah, and then then I guess one of the other things is, you know, figuring out what's next. Um, uh, a big focus of the ConnectWise IT Nation event that we just came back from was. Um, a lot of a lot of startups um, and you know what's you know it may not be things that we're rolling out now but you know looking 12 months ahead even 18 months ahead um, you know what what are the problems that um, being an anticipatory organization and looking for problems that we know are going to be coming up um, to um, already have solutions Bedded, you know, we've already we've already dog fooded them, as um, I did look that up. That actually is a term. Yeah, <laughs> um, I always heard eat your own dog food, but yeah, somebody said dog food. They dog fooded something. I'm like, what? <laughs> but that is actually actually is a term, and maybe uh, I need to find. Well, that's say you need to trademark the term as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, oh. trademark, yeah, trademark <laughs> Ben Johnson. Um, so yeah, so and we've already vetted them, dog fooded them, and you know have them packaged up and ready to go, um, you know, before even early adopters um, are ready to consume them. So, um, you know, we've done a pretty good job of having a crystal ball and getting early access to to platforms, hardware, solutions. And, you know, again, events is, is you know, doing events, um, attending industry events is a really, really, really good way of, of getting uh getting insight in not only what is but what's to come. I mean one one of the events that like I had no idea even like existed was um uh GSX yeah. which is a, like a global event. It was held in Atlanta in I think that was the one in August, right? Yeah, yeah. I, so, I mean, you know, we 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 attended for uh, uh, one of our um, platforms that we um, sell called Vercata that does um, edge based um, 
uh, AI, machine learning, people recognition, license plate reading, cameras, access control, um, security, alarm monitoring, environmental sensors, environmental now sensors. mail room. I know yeah, when I, I mean, it's, it's basi- basically turning your office into a into a um, into a uh, what? Oh, oh man, I heard a great phrase: into a magnet, not a. I'll, I'll come back to that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but you know, it's, it's they're they're headed towards smart building technology. So um, they invited us to to come, and um, we actually ended up, um, you know, seeing like the the Boston Dynamics like robot dog. Yep. Um, unfortunately, it didn't have any guns on it. Um, they they had you know basically like. Um, you know, people were detecting drones, but then they also had anti-drone technology and, um, you know, um, safe rooms, panic rooms, um, all kinds of stuff that um, I know everybody out there needs. So if you do need a, <laughs> a panic room, we can definitely hook you up with one. I was actually telling uh, a uh, someone who works for a municipality today about a about a, a stun gun glove that you just touch the person's bare skin and it does the work of a stun gun but doesn't require taking the you know the person to an EMT to get the the hooks removed and it's just a I'm pretty sure I've seen that in a movie at some point <laughs> that's, somewhere that's like the, it the, bu- the, bu- the buzzer in the comic book yeah. ads from way back right? it exists and you know so you'd be really surprised what you learn and what you can actually bring back to your clients I mean it's a lot of crazy stuff and what, what were the big takeaways you guys got? So let's say like your favorite thing from your favorite event. Like that's your aha moment that you th- either, you know, you're um, like, I need that. Or you thought of a client in that moment. Like, oh. Oh, so like for a product, um, there's been a, one thing we've, we've, we've been working on here towards the end of the year is trying to figure out like what's kind of going to be next in our security package. And we've got, I'm not sure that we've got one specific thing, but we, we've found a couple vendors that we're evaluating right now that will hopefully let us kind of consolidate platforms a little bit um, which should make it easier for our engineering team um, make for simpler deployment for onboarding so that we can just support clients faster um, as well as just kind of let us sleep a little bit better at night I don't want to give away any of the we of haven't course. decided which one <laughs> well, there are ser- there are several different vendors in the, in the space and we're still evaluating and going through demos right now so we haven't picked just one but but that that that's something to come probably for 2023. That's something that events helps with, right? It makes sure that you're using, we call it the bleeding edge of technology. Like, right, you're ahead of the game before everybody else. And if you're not reevaluating every year, you know, you fall behind pretty quickly. Yeah. And, and, and again, with the events, it was great because you go talk to one of the vendors that might be in this space and then you just walk around the corner and get to talk to another one. It's not having to like set up a phone call and then waiting a week or so later and death, finding your death, note. Death, death by WebEx or Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I mean, at the GSX event, there was a awesome vendor that would, you know, actually do facial recognition to, you know, unlock the door so you wouldn't have to badge in or, you know, do anything like that. And like their average cost was about $5,000 a door. And um, we walked around, you know, around the, the floor or whatever and saw something that looked, looked similar and um, it only cost a fraction as much It's only around about $750 list. So, um, and it did actually a whole lot more. So we've actually added that in as, um, as a solution. So, um, you can literally unlock the doors, um, for your office with just your face. 
and it has to be a real face. Yeah, we've asked that question, right? Yeah, we, 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 I did ask the, um, I'm not sure if they actually detect if you're alive or not. Yeah, uh, you asked the knockout that was, question. That was the, the, the Bernie, the weekend at Bernie's question. <laughs> well, like, yeah. I, I had a Lenovo ThinkPad that had kind of that same, same stuff that, I mean, it was, it was great to not have to work, just sit, sit down, open up the laptop, and you see it just say, looking for you, and then boom, it would just, it would let you in and not have to worry about things quite so much. What about some other, other events you guys? Pulled some stuff from. I can say, like, with IT Nation, um, all the different focus groups that there were, all the different side sessions. It wasn't just about looking at vendors and what they have to offer and how they compare to what you have and their competitive advantage and how it's going to save you money or make your clients, you know, work better. But more of, like, knowing that there's all these people in the space that have the exact same problems you have or the exact same concerns you have, and you don't feel like you're such a... Uh, one person boat lost at sea, you know. Yeah, yeah. So mi- mi- misery loves company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, I mean, so so it's it's great to have you know your main software platform listening, and you know actively taking that feedback and making changes in in in, in their core product. And um, you know, me having served on many advisories um, for both hardware software, cloud companies, um, you know, getting back and talking to a lot of the executives and, and you know, actually seeing some of the results of, of stuff that we've been doing. Um, Cisco Partner Summit, um, which is um, rather exclusive because Cisco just started doing in-person events again. Um, had to take a COVID test before I could even go in, and it was in Vegas, um, you know, so I don't know how much sense that makes, but... <laughs> Um, but anyway, I was negative, so I was allowed in and, um, but, um, you know, Chuck Robbins on stage talking about, you know, our industry, talking about managed services and, um, had a Facebook memory come up from five years, um, where I was on one of the side stages, um, talking about managed services and about how, you know, Cisco, you know, should address that as a route to market. And they, they announced this year after five years of work that, you know, um, service providers or managed service providers are one of their four, you know, um, tiers of four pillars of their routes to market. So, um, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of the things can be longer plays, but, um, you know, being able to influence, um, up into your supply chain is, um, really, really interesting. And, um, you know, it's just some it's, it's rewarding to finally see um, some of the things that you've been working at for years, literally, actually come to fruition. Well, Ben, you bring up a great point, though, and this is why we kind of like to go to the events. Like talking about finding those new vendors is because often if we can get our foot in the door early on, then it's a lot easier for us to then help uh, steer their products and where they go, so that we can make sure that they're more tailored to our needs and, and our clients' needs. Yeah, and, and, and our competitors' needs, yeah. too, yeah. by the way. So, I mean, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, we've we've influenced, I mean, like, like I said, with the Cisco, um, um, Cisco's managed service strategy, um, you know, a lot of it came out of Griffin, Georgia. It's pretty, pretty amazing. And yeah. Other things you can do as well. I don't think we, I mean, we talked a little bit about it, but the type of network connections you can make, you know, meeting people um, 
in the field that might have, you know, a certain question they need answered that you can answer or even I've even gotten some remarks of you don't look that tall in your email picture. <laughs> so. and, and Joe, for the folks that can't see, how tall are you? I'm <laughs> six eight, but yeah, I got, got that a few times. Like, oh, you're, just, you're that. Just, you're just six eight. Yeah, I, I that's it. Well, I mean, Ben, we, you were getting the comment um, as we were walking around that he, people thought that Joe and I were your bodyguard because I'm six <laughs> three. So, oh, I mean, I you know I've actually been advised that I need bodyguards lately quite a bit. <laughs> so, man, I was I was I was rolling with that. But yeah, the, the networking the networking side of things is is super important. Um, a couple of the engineers that that came with us to um, the Acronis event that we went to in Miami, uh, Jason and JC, they were able to actually talk to some of the folks that they had been exchanging emails with or had been on phone calls with. And I think at one point it was even JC's like walking like left the keynote or whatever, and we're like, wait, where are you going? He's like, no, I'm I'm about to go sit down with the guy that I've been been talking with via email and phone call and we're going to get this fixed now yeah uh, and yeah. so i mean it was i mean that's kind of a cool story that they were able to do that um i think they found out that yeah it's it's definitely not on our side so now we've got them we've got acronis talking directly with the other vendor and they're going to figure it out for us so um so again that that's the kind of stuff that comes from going to the event that wouldn't have happened if it would we just continue troubleshooting via email or phone call Um, in terms of like events, like how do you guys determine like what's the best events to attend and who do you who do you send? You know, so thinking like a business owner who's like, hey, I'm not doing events and I've been in COVID mode for the last so many years and we don't do it anymore and I want to do it. How do I determine where do I go and who do I send? Um, I mean, cost is a huge part of it. I mean, these events can be very expensive, um, particularly if you don't take advantage of early bird specials. Um, like, but we had several of them this year that um, I think it's just from people wanting to do events and ramping up that we either got free passes or um, actually in a couple of events, I mean, free free room and room and transportation as well. So those are e- those are easy decisions yeah. to make. So, um, yeah. but the other one is just looking at looking at the agenda and what's going to be impactful for for um, the type of person you want. So, like IT Nation Connect, I mean, it's more sales marketing and leadership you don't you're not necessarily going to send your technical resources to that even though there are a bunch of vendors there that you may want to but there's just not the the sessions that kind of support sending a a technical person versus like it nation secure which i believe is in june or july usually in summer yeah sometime in the summer is much more technical so you're not going to necessarily want to send your sales and marketing team to that one but, but yeah, I mean, so, um, you know, if you are an owner or C-level or principal, um, you know, I mean, the, the connections you get out of, um, out of attending industry events, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's invaluable and, um, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, you, you should feel a responsibility to, to do, um, uh, whether you, whether, whether you're, um, an introvert or an extrovert, um. Um, I'm, I'm not really that much of an extrovert, believe it or not. And, um, um, it takes a whole lot out of me to, to, to do all the travel, but, um, I try to try to get as much out of, out of it as I can. So, um, so super, super important for, for particularly for principals and owners. So thinking Um, about just events in general, um, if you could tell yourself something, you know, six years ago, the biggest mistakes you make at events or the best things you can do at events, you know, they wish you would have done in the beginning. What are some things or best pointers for people who are getting back to events? 
Well, I know for myself early on, I was, I mean, granted, the early events I was going to were always from, more from the technical side because that's where I, I came in coming up for, as an engineer and trying to make sure to make it to every session and whatnot, which you should make it to every session, um, get your money's worth, but taking better advantage of the networking. I know early on, like years ago, I, I didn't. It was, okay, did everything. And this also comes from being an introvert. So like getting out there and trying to actually network takes a lot out of me. Um, but that, as, as I've gotten older, and it kind of just organically done it. I've gotten more and more out of events because of the, the uh, networking that I've done and recognizing faces and being able to talk to folks uh, that have now moved from company to company. And it, it's made the events a lot more impactful for myself. Yeah, I mean, there, there's def- definitely, you know, in, in our industry, there's, you know, a lot of a lot of overlapping communities and, you know, um, a lot of um, – uh, incestuous may be too strong of a word, but a lot, a lot of folks that have, you know, um, have entered and then exited and moved on to another company and, um, you know, w- want you to buy their stuff there too. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> it's a good fit, sometimes it's not, but, um, you know, um, you know, I, at IT Nation kind of, it almost feels like ch- me walking into cheers half the time. <laughs> right. That's true. Um, <laughs> But, you know, on the flip side, as far as, you know, um, you know, like Liberty doing events um, at Porsche this year, you know, it's our fourth fourth semi-annual time that we've rented out the entire Porsche Experience Center, um, the entire Porsche Experience Center track, that is, uh, for half a day. And then we had um, the first half of the day we spent, um, you know, not talking about technology almost at all. Um, spent a lot of time on um sales, marketing, um, culture, um, you know, um, growing leaders and, um, you know, the, the feedback we've gotten so far from that and from not talking about technology, um, has actually been, been really, really good. And I'm super happy that we, we leveled up, um, you know, the, the conversations that we had there. Um, and, and super thankful that, you know, our, our, our sponsors that help fund the event, um, you know, were okay with us, you know, talking more to C-levels or principals or, um, you know, managers and, and, you know, trying to trying to help the organizations that we support, you know, grow leaders and, and um, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. It also helped that we let most of our sponsors drive, so they felt a little bit better about it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that always helps. That helps. Um, listing like a C-suite listening, you know, MSP, if you could free advice you're giving out right now, biggest thing you took away from all of these events together that you wish every single client you had, or let's say every future client would come in with mindset, you would wish you could tell them that they need to do now. Urgent, urgency. Hmm. Trick mm. question or yeah, one, th- a one poorly yeah, worded yeah, question. Yeah, so one of the one, two. One, yeah, <laughs> lots of things. Um, I mean, so so cybersecurity, insurance, you know, that entire kind of cluster, um, you know, is is getting worse, not better, and you know, not not having plans, not talking about it, not having your policies reviewed, not having, you know, not. You know, putting your head in the sand, you know, it's going to go away or thinking you're not a target. Um, you know, that keeps, you know, almost like a, 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 a um, 
uh, cycling and keeps becoming louder and louder and louder and louder. So um, it's almost like beating a dead horse at this point, but um, there's still people out there that, that, you know, are not, if you're an MSP, you know, aren't providing, you know, active, you know, monitoring and management of security tool sets for their clients and as well as, you know, in clients that aren't really taking things seriously. And, uh, I mean, five, six years ago, I talked about um, how, you know, things were evolving from script kitties to organize, you know, mobster-type organizations or whatever um, to basically, like, multi-level marketing. Um, you know, you can become a hacker for $35 ransomware yeah. as a service. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and their ROI on it is incredible. And, you know, their customer service is incredible when you're paying them to decrypt your computers um, because they're getting a cut of it. And, you know, now, you know, of course, nation, nation state actors yeah. and um, people attacking critical infrastructure is is what's, you know, what's actively happening, you know, globally right now. So, um, you know, I hate that that's happening, but... Um, ignoring it doesn't make it go away. No, oh, and on the le- less scary side, because I, I agree with all the insurance, the insurance, the security yeah. stuff. Everybody, MSPs, their clients, they all need to be doing that. But would be more on the data analytics side and making sure that you're making your data work for you um, and paying attention to like what your metrics actually are, and well, and I guess understanding what your metrics are. Um, so that you can actually measure those, improve them, and understand like where they're coming from, so you can actually adjust the levers to make the numbers go in the right direction. All right. So your your K- KPIs, KPIs, performance indicators. indicators. Mm-hmm. So understanding what those are, you know, for your industry, and and knowing knowing what good is. I mean, we announced a lofty goal of becoming the best or one of the best technology companies in the world back in like 2012, and. You know, we weren't benchmarking against anybody else at that time and didn't really know what, what the best was or yeah. good, even what, what good was. And, um, you know, since we've, um, you know, focused on organizational maturity and um, as part of that, you got to figure out, you know, what you're benchmarking against and, and, and you know, managing by the metrics. Mm-hmm. Well, it uh, hits our mark. Do you guys have anything else you want to add before we wrap this session up? Anything uh, just after all this travel, glad to be home and right. looking forward to the the travel that we have that I have to do that's left is just going to holiday holiday events and stuff like yeah. that for family, which different type of travel, but kind of glad to have all the all the the work events wrapped up for the year. L- looking forward to some Christmas parties instead of um, technology happy hours and yes. <laughs> and and convention hall crawls. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so here's your here's your question that I always add. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized elephants or one elephant-sized duck? Can I just adopt all the little baby elephants? I mean, that sounds adorable. I don't actually want to fight them. But if I have to fight them, I'm probably going to fight off the tiny little elephants. Yeah, 100 of them? A lot, but I mean, can you (laughs) imagine an elephant-sized duck? I mean, ducks are mean. That's true. What about you, man? I don't know. I've I've got... I, I mean, I obviously would. I was a little bit have, more prepared for the, this question. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, I I probably wouldn't fight fair. So, um, 
you know, I would probably be prepared with some, some like, you know, napalm or Agent Orange or. <laughs> yeah. That's um, what I'm thinking too. Something like that, you know, and calling a drone strike. <laughs> actually, actually, I'd get some of those Boston Dynamic back dogs <laughs> and some drones and put yeah. some, um, you know, uh, automatic weapons on them. Or just wear like the out. taser gloves. And there, just, oh, yeah. The go, taser and just gloves. go pet yeah. them and then yeah. knock them out one at <laughs> a time. Come here, come here ducky ducky. Or, <laughs> Pretty much, but yeah, that's that's all wraps up for uh, the episode for today. So thanks, guys, for joining us. Uh, we hope to be back more frequently now. We have a plan ahead of doing that. So thank you for your patience as our growing pains of our first season of uh, podcasting. So thanks, guys, again. Thanks, thanks for having us, Joe.